right, we're live. We're live. Oh, what? We can't talk about racism anymore? No, I'm just I announcing mean, that we're live because you asked me to. Judge Stern, a Jew. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shatner. Shatner's classic. It's a gift that keeps on giving. No matter what really your is. watch of his, there's something you can take apart from that. I'm not a retarded child. <laughs> or how? Or how about Nixon and his drunk, drunken? Uh... <laughs> yeah, n- n- the Nixon tapes are a great thing to watch if you watch that um, pure uh, HBO call. documentary that they took the tapes and he's just he is funny. He is funny. No, in an awful, awful <laughs> way. Yeah, Mike. I swear, you know who's taking down this country? The goddamn Jews. Yeah, we talked about. Yeah, and the faggots. It's fair. I, I mean, I, I, I understand it. One show I, like I understand okay. it. Not my words. I am I am historically quoting. It, it comes a, up a Dick lot. It, you're, you historically quoting someone using that word comes up a lot, Frank. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm not afraid to historically quote what someone else says. Yes, but sir. why do you have every reference to that word in your in your zeitgeist? Why is it in the ready in your Rolodex of your brain, ready to get pulled well, out at any t- moment? It's tattooed on his body, but <laughs> Dick Nixon saying it. Just because I read Mind Count every, every does not quote. mean I agree with Mind Count. Doesn't mean Mind I don't either. Yeah, you shouldn't. God damn it! All right, theme song. Um, so Frank, you Mind. ready? We, we haven't done this in a while. Mindkampf, yeah, get it while it's hot before it's gone. Let's do, do, do. unless with the UK, you're shit out of luck. Let's go classic hey, here. You, you can see my Joker poster in the background today. Oh, hold on, what? You can see poster. my Joker poster in the background. Which is down from the Nazi symbol, so people don't see it. You're traveling through another dimension—a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop. Dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Past that uniquely American institution known as the Pitchman. The wheeler and dealer of magical nostrums, guaranteed to cure, to palliate, to bring back the glow of health to everything but a cadaver. Bottled dreams, if you will. Our painting is called Dr. Stringfellow's Rejuvenator. Drink hearty. Season one, episode two, Rod, really. He sounds I awful. needed a rejuvenator to watch this episode. He sounds awful. Awful there. He sounds like he's in the middle of the carton of cigarettes. <laughs> like, why am I doing this? What, why yeah. am I here? He's in the middle of an 18 wheeler that they dropped off at his house full of cigarettes. I mean, it was the 70s. Lots of people smoked their breakfast in the morning. You know, it wasn't uncommon. It was a great era. Fun fact they printed those paintings, they, they would paint over tobacco leaves, and he would just smoke it after. Yeah. Fun fact. Right. Yeah. That that's, his, how they, that's how they lured him onto the set. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, this goddamn here, show Rod, again. You want this? It's over here, buddy. Keep just All a little right. bit farther. Yeah, they gave him a tie stick when he was done. And I guess the reason it would kill me faster. All right. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Twilight's interview, episode 238. Today we watch Night Gallery 209C's Dr. Stringfellow's Rejuvenator. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Dick. 
ticket. Adam Wilcox. Oh, you're, you're last to, today, Adam, I guess. Adam, <laughs> I, I know what you're doing, Adam, and I love it. <laughs> what's, he, know. what's he doing? Yeah. No, it's me, me and Adam know what he's doing because I've done it too. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah. I just assume that the last guy gets to be an asshole. So, because I well, used to dick because doing of dick. it. So, exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I got, yeah. I got, oh boy, we get to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to do it again. That's awkward. Oh, <laughs> this is very strange. Oh, hey, Adam, you remember all this? Oh, I was going to host the show. <laughs> Oh, no. See, hey, if you listen to the podcast, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. All the screens are switching magically, like the Brady Bunch. Except for mine, I'm always number two. Yeah, <laughs> number two. Hi, Phoenix. Hi. Who do you work for? A man named Adam? Phoenix. What's, what's up, Adam? Adam Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> you cocksucker! I waited too. All right. I'm oh. fine. I, I'm fine being right. The poor audio people have Adam no went. idea what's going That's on. That's fine. Yeah, Fuck them. Adam, they know the, the live show is I always got to go like like this, this, but you in your mind went, mirror. <laughs> you got it right, dude. I, I'm like, yeah, high, high five. It takes That's a while. where I think it's going to be. So go the other way. High five, Adam. High five. Thank you. It does take a while to get used to that mirror thing. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Dr. Stringfellow's Rejuvenator. It debuted November 17th, 1970. Awful. 71, wow. sorry. 71? 71. You got Jesus that right. Christ. You got that one right, dummy. That was 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking 50 years ago. Come November. Yeah. Just a few years before that's, I was born. That's you, crazy. You needed a, an, a, you, did you really need an episode in Night Gallery to remind you you're old, Dick? I mean... No, no, I was Adam. I'm youthful. I'm rejuvenated. <laughs> no, I was totally it was. I'm totally rejuvenated from this shit I drink. I want to watch... By, a, by an asshole and a retard. I want to watch I want to watch a version of this on Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone where it's like oh. it'll cure your syphilis and your AIDS. Oh wait, that's already... <laughs> it'll cure your coronavirus. It'll... It'll carry your racism. That's what it would be. It would be. It would be a COVID-related episode, except it'd be Trump saying it. No, I think it'd be after Trump. I think it'd be a cure for racism. Yeah, dude, that is two keywords. That's over. That's every Jordan Peele episode. Dude, retard and cure for racism. Retard and Trump are two words I don't need to hear for the rest of my life. Oh, I love retard. Oh, that's fine. But Trump, what is happening? Retard is funny. Well, yeah, only if they are. So rejuvenate your people. So rejuvenate is about a a Western backdoor salesman. He sells uh, those uh, tonics. Goes to town to town selling tonics. He's a snake oil salesman. It's a carpet bagger. He's a pitch. He's a pitchman. And these are real. These guys did exist back in the day. We know. This is season one, episode two. (laughs) <laughs> no, but this so is this a different is, kind of pitch man. This is a snake oil salesman. That guy, carpet. Bag. This is not Bookman, definitely. This is probably the most boring ha- episode dude, I've ever watched it, yet. Time out. The devil is in this episode from, from, yeah, the, the parallel, the parallel, Phoenix, oh. the parallel. Well, no, it's, oh, oh yeah, uh, but he's uh, he's in um. Yeah, he's in one for the angels. It's uh, which is season one, Murray episode Hamilton. two. Yeah, yeah, it's season one, episode two, money for the one, one for, for the, the angels, angels, which is about a pitchman. Yeah, and then now he's doing night gallery about a pitchman, and he's got the devil 
Who is that? Who is the mayor of Amityville in Jaws? More uh, importantly, he's in seconds. Of course. Is he really? I, just, yeah. I always call there him Mayor is. Larry Vaughn. That's the easiest Christ. thing to remember. That was the quickest Frank hey, and Hyde hey. mentions. Well, well, speaking of Frank, you brought him up. So that's oh, true. I didn't bring up Frankenheimer. You, you brought, brought this up. guy up. You know I was going to talk about it if he's in a Frankenheimer movie. This is on you. Frank Frankenheimer. <sighs> Who isn't in a Frankenheimer movie at this point? I'm not. I, mean, but I never will Kevin, be. Kevin Bacon. <clears throat> no, Ironically. Kevin, did you know Kevin Bacon is like a legit anti-vaxxer because of that lit, like that like dumbass doctor from, from the UK? I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, come on, Kevin. Anyway, I mean, the rejuvenator... I, um, I, this guy would be an anti-vaxxer because he he, he sells the cure. For, uh, $1 for a bottle or 6 for $5, $4, something like Which that. Which is a deal. No, no, 6 for 5. Yeah, 6, six for, five. for 5. It He was smart about that. Yeah. yeah uh, well, you, you buy 5, he throws one in for free. Maximum yeah, amount of, of 6 bottles per person, though. Max. Yeah. Smart man. Unfortunately, he gets the dummy to go get the money. So. And he made $9. Yeah, there was a line of people, and he made nine dollars. That guy, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. He was selling six cases a for a dollar. He's not exactly Willie Mays Hayes, okay? And so, and, and he took his nine dollars and he spent it all on a shot of whiskey because he's in the saloon for forty percent of the episode. Oh yeah, and well, it's so boring. Okay, well, well that's, it's so let's, boring. Before we get through the plot here, let's because you you keep saying it's boring. Did anyone else think it was boring? No, I didn't mind it. You're you're an idiot. So the three out, three out of I, four. I'm going to be honest. All right, you guys can just kick me off the stream because I this is not the, this is probably the best uh, night gallery I've seen so far. I agree. That doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, but it's the best one I've wow. seen so far. I agree. You guys are insane. Because you realize it's the start. <laughs> it's the start of something great, and then it just stops. It's too yeah. short to be good. <clears throat> Yeah. No, not too long. Too long for me. It, it just kept going. It's so? so boring. I was, uh, see, bored. I was okay. Was so bored. I was into the dialogue. I was into the story. No. I was surprisingly into Forrest Tucker's performance. He was no. actually acting his ass off in this. I was I was impressed. And then it just stopped. Had a lot and of good actors in this. If if it has a message, it's lost. I, I don't know I, if there was a message. Like that's why you brought up Jordan Peele. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, this is like one of the Jordan yeah. Peele joints. Like we don't really have a message. Let's just end and say this happened. Rush to the ending. Roll yeah. the credits. It's art. Yeah. I wish they would have shown what he did up in the room. That's the only thing. That's the only regret I have about it. But I understand in that room? it would be too long. What he, whatever he, the hell he did up in the room, because the doctor said something about it when he came down the room. And I'm thinking something was filled because it felt like a very rough cut. Uh, but let let Phoenix set up the story first, and then we'll. No, Dick was going it. with it. Dick was running with it. Oh, yeah, he started. Keep yeah. going, Dick. <clears throat> well, he's a man. He's this tonic <laughs> salesman. He goes to town to town. He's at this one town. He's selling his tonic six for five dollars. He's got his dummy retard handing it out, and there's a guy that comes up to him, and he goes, "My daughter's sick. She needs help. Can you please help her?" And yeah, oh, well, maybe for my time, I'll go see her, but. I won't guarantee anything, but I give him some tonic. He's like, so I'm, he I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor with with a degree at many art, many institutes, or yes. something like that. <laughs> like, I yeah. went to the Venetian School of Medicine and the Burmese school. The, the school of uh, Medicine Science and the School of Burmese Python. Was the Venetian School like the Western equivalent of like Phoenix University? <laughs> no, I think it was Mexico City. <laughs> 
<laughs> or the Philippines. Phoenix Online. Yeah. The doctor at yes. Kaiser when I went out to Kaiser, her her medical degree was from the Philippines. And I was like, ah, I think I'm going to leave now. This is a faith healer. Yeah, she took <laughs> chicken, she took chicken cutlets out of my liver. You got goat. <laughs> you got ghosts in your bones, sir. <laughs> your, I'm going to take your your soul from you. Oh Christ. Yeah, I paid two hundred dollars a month for this shit. Thanks, California. <laughs> anyway, um, the city of Venice has to st- just stink. Ugh. It's awful. You mean Venice uh, in California or Venice, Italy? Italy. Oh, it no. probably smells like pizza and wine. I can't imagine it smells like no, pizza in any it, way. <laughs> it's got to smell like mold and no deodorant. Uh, well, the, whole, the whole city's sinking. You know that they're they're trying to fix that. They've been fixing that for the last fifty years. You know, leave it to the Italians to be so damn stubborn. Be like, you know, you can't build a city out in the oh, the water. And they're like, yeah, but who can watch us? Uh, Holland did it. Uh, Holland, the entire country is dangerously below sea level because the dikes keep the ocean away. So they've been. I'm talking about dikes that keep water, not lesbians. Hey, it worked for dikes. New Orleans, all right. It's a yeah. mega project of epic proportions, by the way. No, they got the dikes figured out over there. They don't say nothing. <laughs> they don't, they don't protest or nothing. All right, guys. Um, Dr. Stringfellow. Yes. Did you notice the guy? I, I was waiting for that to go somewhere with a guy that shows up. He looked like he's from a previous town that got swindled by this guy. and they didn't. That's really what get, I thought was going to happen. Didn't go anywhere. Yeah. He was giving um, stink eye, wasn't the, he? Yeah, he's, he's like just—he's basically just there to move the plot, and I was disappointed by that. Like they didn't do—I mean, that's not the only thing I was disappointed with. Believe it or not, I—I I do have grievances, but yeah, he—he he shows up, and and there's really no reason for him to be there other than to say you're doing a bad thing, because obviously his toady isn't going to say he's doing a bad thing. That's his only bread and butter. So, but the toady really, ends up—the toady ends up being kind of the moral center at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, he, he, they kind of hint yeah. at it, but no. they didn't really do anything with that either. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's not that's the other thing. No. I was just like, you know, it would have been really interesting if this guy could cure people. Like the toady was the cure. Like he was, he had powers and he could cure people. Anything. And he was there, the one. Like, it would have been interesting. The problem with this is no. there's there's far too much ambiguity for the, the what it is. Yeah. Well, I think so. that's what they're going for. It's just one of those. Um, He's trying to sell you these dreams, and they're not dreams. They're just empty promises, and that's the whole point of the episode is empty promises. And then it finally catches up with him, his comeuppance. It's a good Frank comeuppance. badass, Frank. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, you got good lighting good. in there. Pretty cool. Yeah, you look healthy. Thank yeah, you. it takes away that vampire-ness from you. <laughs> it takes away your <laughs> well, yeah, night-night look. I've had yeah. too much light above and behind me and nothing in front of me, so I got a light there and a light there. I'm just trying. It looks a lot better. Good. It really does. Yes. Thanks. Now it looks like you have a growth on your your chin, though. Your cheek. What is that? Is that your sunken-in cheek? That's a vampire cheek. No, like right there. Or that, right here. Do you think that's Those your cheek? spots. <laughs> right here. Your cheek. Your cheek. How fucking old are you? Yeah. Well, here. The other one. No, the other, no, right there, right there. <laughs> They're called dimples. That's a big fucking. That's like a knife wound dimple. Jesus. You get? Did you get stabbed? Oh god, I shouldn't say anything because there's a story, isn't there? There's a story about you getting stabbed in the mouth as a child, isn't there? So the. <laughs> Thank you. The, I just can't. <laughs> He's gonna say something. I know it. No, I have never been stabbed. Okay. Oh, okay. God. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. That that chapter is yet to be filled. Give it a week. Oh. Next never week. been stabbed or shot. All right. Knock on wood. I never had no. to. The night's still young. Okay. Yes. Um, 
All right, but that guy never pays off. He just shows up. He whispers to the to his no. stupid sidekick, and then he just fucks <clears> off <throat> to to another episode. But I really thought this episode was going to play out. It reminded me a lot of the Grave from the Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, go. which the Grave was a lot better because there was a yeah. payoff. This yeah. doesn't really set <clears throat> anything up. It, it's it's a nice setup for nothing that ever happens. Actually, you know what it was? It wasn't the Grave I was thinking of. It was um. That the last was that, that last Carradine. season that last season episode that we did yeah uh, Mr. Mister Garrity in the Graves Mister Garrity in the Graves we all like that one yeah. too that yeah. was yeah. that one was a lot of fun that that actually had a setup and a payoff and, and it had that it had some mystery <laughs> and it had some tension and yeah, everything that, is that the one with the kid and he has to go the he's buried the kid goes and he's takes him it's to the, the guy that go, comes to town and he he offers to raise the dead and yeah. everybody yeah. pays him to put them back <clears throat> okay that's right yeah, yeah, yeah the that one was a lot that one was a lot of fun. dick you're that's talking true. about the grave it wasn't a kid it was lee marvin uh we're talking about mr garrity in the graves which is the guy he's raising the, the dead Western one. Yeah. and then a guy, one of the women comes out of the grave and is like i'm gonna punch my husband in the dick again <laughs> it's like mm. Jesus, she's gonna break his Pretty arm much. all she wants to do yeah. is break his her husband's arm like god damn yep <clears throat> but it reminded me of that, and that had a payoff to it. And and once he saw that ghost, I was like, "This is the exact same thing." And, yeah. But well, this is an, this is uh, come up with episodes. All it is, it's all come up with no it. setup. That, that's that's that's, yeah. that's all it is. It, it, it's yeah. it's it that could have happened at any point in this episode, and it would yeah. have had the same effect on me as this one did. I would have liked to have had a full episode of this, where there was some kind of a setup and a payoff. Yeah, maybe yeah. some kind of an explanation, or or like uh, Phoenix said earlier, if like Larry Vaughn, Mayor Larry Vaughn from Jaws, actually was could heal somebody and just stop oh, for some reason or something like that, you know? Yeah. Remember, amity means friendship. <laughs> amity, well, as you know, means friendship. Well, um, we'll be open. What? That's from your and, and it will least be open. favorite movie, Jaws. Yeah, I never heard of it. Uh, anyway. The, but we've seen this ending before where the guy gets hit by something and dies at the end, and that's his comeuppance. We saw yeah, it in our first episode. No, our first episode <laughs> journeying yes, into the unknown here. In the, uh, the heart, his heart went out. The executions of Grady Finch. We saw that same thing. No. And so I was like, oh, there it is. Okay. I thought he was going to get hit by a horse thing, so I was like, yes! <laughs> a cart, yeah. like a horse. I was like, why are they I going to this? That would have been so, more interesting. Yeah, yeah. He dies, more and then uh, the, the toady comes out, and he basically says, well, he was a piece of shit. And then he yeah. fucking yeah. sets the, the cart on fire, and then burns the whole town next, down. Next scene. It was and a great scene. Oh. And I'm like, ain't nothing worse in there. You know, so, yeah, so the, the moral of this is once a piece of shit, always a piece of shit. No redemption, no mystery yeah. set up for, for nothing. I, yeah. I, I, I loved the acting. I loved the, the setup. I, I, I like it. It almost felt like it was going to go somewhere. I'm like, oh, my God, am I actually going to see a night gallery that I like? And then, no. Just stops. Yeah. So I. I wasn't. Six out of ten. I, think I gave it a six. I, I gave it a six as well. Yeah. Six. I, I didn't hate five. it. Five. It was a nice start to something yeah. that just didn't pay off, you know? I, I wanted more. I wanted more Vaughn. Definitely. I, I like I said I really liked Forrest Tucker in this episode. He he was yeah. trying, man. I, and it's funny that, that, that Forrest Tucker was even in this episode because the, the night before I was watching the MST episode with the crawling eye, and Forrest Tucker was in that. So I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting a I'm getting a Forrest Tucker double feature here. Holy rest shit! In, rest <laughs> in peace. I'm but assuming rest in he's peace, dead. F Troop guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, there's nobody in F Troop that's alive anymore. I don't think they're so. All, yeah. They're all dead as fried. I think you're right. He died. Yeah. He died in '86. 
Oh, that is a very old TV <clears throat> show. But uh, the oh, sorry, I fucking forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, the episode. So did uh, Rod Serling. Nah, fuck. Yeah. I was gonna say something. Uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, um, next week's episode, we're doing um a midnight visit to a neighborhood blood bank. It's the it's the short before this. Okay. It's two minutes. I have a feeling we're gonna deal with our old buddy. That's Jack Laird's Our back. old pair ja- yeah, pal Jack it's Laird. Another one of those fucking things. Uh, I, I haven't looked into it, but I, I already saw the ending of it, so I know how it ends. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't fast forward in quite far enough. I kind of stopped, and then that was a bird fly. A bat flies out a window. That's yeah. all I saw. I, I saw what he said, and then the, then they, then a bat flew out. The I window. hope he checks him for AIDS, and then just uh, and leaves. It's kind of like that, yeah. It's the most cheesy change into a bat I've ever seen. Well, there's a Tales of the Crypt episode with the same plot where it was uh, Michael Michael McDowell works in a blood bank as if he's a vampire. You know, this episode almost felt like a Tales from the Crypt episode. A little bit. It, it's a little bit too well-paced to be a Tales from the Crypt episode. There's not enough jerky camera angle bullshit going on. And Are there any old West honest, Tales? This was more TZ to me than anything else. Yeah, it was a TZ kind ripoff. Of, yeah, because... Because, like you said, it's the, the, the Garrity and the Graves one. It, Mr. Garrity and the Graves like the start one for the of Angels. That. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's a way better story than this. <clears throat> so It felt like Maybe. it was developed from the same script. They just threw it in the Old West. Right. Like, like no, I'm wait, always joking. It's the same one. Stand, yeah, this? Stand By Me and, and It are both the same movie, yeah. essentially. It's just you take out a few elements and then one's a different thing. You know, that's, that's kind of what this feels like. Yeah. This yeah, is just a, being lazy. Again, uh, F- yeah. Phoenix, you gotta see the head sculpt. This may may want uh, may change your mind and buying these Ghostbuster plasma figures. Is that what you're doing right now? Oh God! <laughs> wow! Send me the, the link. The build for those. Of, is it's that the Zool it's, thing? It's the, it's the build a figure. It's the devil dog thing. Yeah, is that are they? Look, the that's, good. That's, 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 Clark, that's, that's really good. Is that Rick Moranis or is? I think I think it is Rick Moranis. Okay, yeah, Vince Clortho. <laughs> When do you love a movie of just Rick Moranis as that? Who does your taxes? <laughs> I'm saying that line hey, where he just describes the coming of Gozer is the greatest line yeah. in all of movie history. There's oh, yeah. no fucking buddy that can do his that. Because his hair is all like... I have tried so hard to memorize that bit, I cannot fucking He's like hunched it. over. And you didn't want to be there when that happened, I dare tell you. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. I don't think he's human. It's a giant slore. Oh, my God, I love it. Oh, it's a perfect, a perfect movie, perfect example. It is. Yep. He, he is a great man. He's a, you know what? Uh, I, I, I got my, my uh, cheddar. I'm going to raise my kids. The funny thing, His every time died. I watch that, that part in that movie, I'm thinking, okay. There's grandparents. Uh, Dan Aykroyd actually wrote this, and Rick Moranis is reading it. And I don't know how many takes it took them to get this shit right, but god damn, it's fucking beautiful. It's just a beautiful concept. I was having this thought the other day about John Belushi. It's like the what if. What if John Belushi hadn't have died, and he would have been in Ghostbusters? How awful Ghostbusters. But it would have been terrible. You think about it? No, because Ghostbusters only works because of Bill Murray. Yeah. And his his improv, everything he said in that movie is improv. He, he did not read this. He did not take any lines from Dan Aykroyd and did him. Um, it's all improv. So if John Belushi went by the script, it would be Dan Aykroyd words. And we all know Dan Aykroyd words suck because look at he's Big crazy. Trouble. Yeah, he's Big Trouble is all Dan Aykroyd. 
That is a pure Dan Aykroyd movie. Big Trouble, and, the, yeah. the the Big t- Trouble, the Tim Allen Lenny movie. Bro- <laughs> no, the Big Trouble. Um, <laughs> I know what you're talking. It's called one. Nothing. Yeah. You're thinking yeah. nothing, nothing but, but Trouble. trouble. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, nothing, nothing but, but Trouble. <clears throat> yeah, that's how little I think of this movie. Yeah, not nothing good. Yeah, nothing good. Nothing it's good. it's him and John Candy and baby gross baby yeah, outfits. It's Ugh, just awful. Didn't he write Canadian Bacon? Uh, no, I think that was Michael Moore. Yeah, Michael Moore. <laughs> Michael Moore was, a, again, awful. Yeah. Or no, no, he wrote the, uh, what was the one with Chevy Chase and him? Um, going Sp- into- uh, Spies Like Us. Did he write that one? I think Dacroy did write Spies Like Us, with John Landis, though. But that one's Ooh. okay. That one's, like, mediocre at best. I liked it. It's fine. It was a hit. Like, that, that was a big hit for him. But like I don't think Ghostbusters it's should not like the have movie been... Dragnet. You just watch it when there's nothing yeah. else better to do. I, I mean, I, I don't. I think Ghostbusters. If John Belushi lives, Ghostbusters is made, and it's not anything what it is. That no one remembers it. It's a forgotten movie, just like Couch yeah. Trip, or or Doctor Manhattan, or whatever the other Doctor uh, the Dan Aykroyd movies of the '80s. Like they're forgotten like that. And it, Bill Murray never becomes a star. Never becomes anything. And Bill Murray never happens. It's like if John Belushi lives, Bill Murray doesn't exist. You imagine John Belushi in Groundhog Day? That would be awful. Well, luck- luckily there was no chance John Belushi was going to live. No, there just was no chance. Think the about Bill Murray. The ball of destiny occurred. He was half dead in the Blues Brothers. Yeah, it was sad. I mean, but you know, sad thing. But I think about these things. It's I, like, I mean, I really history. do think Bill Murray has enough uh, talent that he think he would have fit in some. No, place. no, he would not have. Because if you look, you know? because look at the trajectory of his career. After one before after another. before Ghostbusters, he did Razor's Edge, which ruined his career. Yeah. If he does not have Ghostbusters, which is a <clears> giant <throat> hit, he does not come back. At and all. the ir- irony of that is he did Ghostbusters just to fund the Razor's Edge. Exactly. So, so there you what go. What an asshole. Yeah. yeah. So again, and, and like Bill Murray doesn't make a movie until 1988 after Ghostbusters. You realize that. It's called Scrooged. Yeah, and then he does Ghostbusters 2 in 89, and then he does Quick Change. Dick Donner. And then he kind of disappe- he disappears for a bit. So what about Bob? He- what about Bob? Yeah, I mean, Love he does, that movie. He does I, great I, movies. I, I but he didn't really disappear, times. Dick. He was just in a bar in Chicago and he got lost. He could. This is true. Yeah. Hey, he's in like yeah, no. Mad Dog and yeah. Glory and stuff like that. No, I mean, yeah, he does little movies that are kind of like yeah. independent stuff, and he, that allows him <clears> to get his cred. And then he goes into the Wes Anderson factory, and he never comes out. Ba- except for except for the zombie the movies. Baby steps down the bus. Baby steps down the hall. Baby steps. <laughs> I'm sailing. All right, guys. Um, so, Doctor Stringfellow, what the fuck was this? I didn't hate it. I wasn't mad when I was watching it. I don't regret watching it. It was. I, was just, I don't know why I was you're so bored. I don't know why you're it's so bored. Honestly, it, it feels like so more bored. like an anecdote than a fucking script. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's, I was it's just anecdote. bored. I was. You, just, you hate westerns, Dick? No, not at all. It's just, I think that's the I thing. I was. Love westerns, I was yeah, bored was, because it was a boring. Western that they shot on a boring Western a, set. It was a hysteric was just, Western. Way too much boring. wind. <laughs> way too much wind. Way too, yeah. Way, way too much handfuls of sand at one time. <laughs> and well, then, what makes, and then right yeah. at the end of every fucking 
every scene outside, a tumbleweed goes crazy across the camera. What makes Westerns great are characters. And in this one, all you have is, you know, uh, Toadie, uh, Larry Vaughn, and, you know, tonic bottle selling guy and guy with sick daughter. Those are not strong characters that make for a great Western. She fucking dies. You can't tell a great Western in 20 fucking minutes. Well, you could if you were talented enough, but... You would have to have a setup and a payoff, and this has a setup but no payoff. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm always griping about movies that like setup movies where they're always trying to establish these cinematic universes that never happen. This feels kind of like one of those, but in a shortened form. I I uh, just like, wish I got those thirty seconds of something inside the room as he's trying to bring her back. Yeah, to the just bed. just any kind of explanation for anything other than. This guy's a piece of shit. He died a piece of shit. The end. Next movie. Yes. He needed something else. That's all this is. Yeah. Look, he did go up there with, with, you know, uh, he did go up there like out of, he he wasn't going up there to score some more hard cash, you know. He did go up there with some, I don't know, I mean, some sort of a, how how can I put this? Vaughn or the guy? The fake doctor selling <clears throat> the, 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 the moon the moonshot his meds. Dr. My point being is, yeah, he, he went up there and he said that he was going to give, um, you know, the uh, a few short seconds to, you know, uh, the husband. He's, from, he's going to resurrect her. Well, he was going up there because he kept bragging about how he's selling people hope. Like, yeah. I, yeah. sell, I sell hope and I sell dreams. And he was being real smug about it, yeah. you know, and... We ain't wrong. Trashy individual. It know? doesn't make him a good person that he tried because if any one of us were like, Yeah, I'll go, I'm a doctor and we she No, dies. he didn't act like a doctor when he went up there. Uh, I, if I, he had any kind that, of, of a first of all, if he had any kind of integrity, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. Second of all, he'd have fucking hit the he'd have hightailed out of town as soon as that fucking guy came up and says, I need to heal you or he would have come up with a better fucking excuse other than and he talked yeah. about doing that too. He said I should be fifty miles out of town not to worry about this shit. But he's too yeah. drunk. And he wouldn't leave, yeah, so whatever. He wanted to drink more and shout more racist stuff at his at his partner. Yeah, I know. You reach hard. Yeah, I was also dummy. amused for some reason by the giant bowl of boiled eggs inside the bar that uh, Toady guy was eating uh, one of the eggs, uh, hard-boiled eggs, while, while they were talking. And I'm like, you go into this bar... And you get drunk, and then you eat a bunch of boiled eggs. That's oh, not gonna, a good combination. You're gonna you're gonna smell that fart all night. That's gonna be <laughs> a know? stinky saloon right there. Whiskey hey, and hard well, boiled eggs. Ugh. You're gonna I shit mean, in the open desert. It's fine. And yeah. it's and it's a prostitute, are, and it's a whorehouse. So you got and dirty if, pussy. Oh my god! Yeah, can you imagine those, those, those eggs? Those poor whores upstairs. Oh my god! Like, Stop serving those fucking eggs, Jesus! Do you hate us or what? I, I like anal. I paid for anal. Oh Christ, no! Go down and get some more eggs. Oh, I mean, back in the day, all all you could drink was alcohol and pickled shit. I mean, because other than that, you're going to get violently ill. Well, I mean, if, if yeah. this was a Canadian bar, it'd be pickled eggs, but you know, it ain't so. Doesn't need to be Canadian. They have that in the Midwest. They do that's, now. That's but... close enough to Canada. Yeah, that one's up. Dirty, dirty ass. Midwest. I don't. They don't. I don't know where this takes place. I can only assume it's you know out in the west somewhere. Tombstone. A tumbleweed. Yeah. It's tombstone. No, that's an insult to tombstone. This is. It, it's right before this White Earth got there. This is fucking Hogwarts, circa you know, eighteen seventeen. It it's Reno. It takes place on that yeah, studio, that, that CBS studio lot that is in a thousand productions. 
It's not yeah. Reno. It's Pahrump. Isn't that the one where uh, Charles Manson and all his fucking uh, yeah. idiots lived on the yes. Span Ranch? Yeah, yes. this, this was all filmed at Span Ranch. It's Pahrump. That sounds like a racist term. <laughs> it's a real it's a city. It's a city. My friend's wife's from there. It's not a very good town. It's like basically, a... it's white trash city. It's what it is. I've been to Nothing, Arizona. I couldn't believe the place actually existed. I thought it was just a commercial. Nothing, Arizona? Never heard of it. Did you just run around and scream to everybody, I know I am nothing. Nothing. Well, don't you remember him? Don't you remember him? He was right here. No, but my sister and I were like, like hardcore looking for it on the map the whole time we were in Arizona driving around. And then all of a sudden, there it is. Like, wait, 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 wait. Frank, just... Just tell me, did you go into a gas station and ask the guy, I'm looking for nothing? No. Damn. Fucking wasted opportunities, man. No. Yeah, but, then, was, but then the guy would have been, I heard that one before. I'll tell you where it is. It's a commercial of a, of a, a, a it's, it's from a Brita Pura. It's a, it's a Brita, Brita Pure Water Purification thing. Commercial for that. He's is like, really? Water is supposed to taste like nothing. In fact, I live in nothing, and, oh. and and you see the sign in the back that just says nothing in like oh. right. And there's like five trailers and like a horseshoe. Off the this side. feels like it should be a Twilight Zone 2002 episode, but it's purgatory. What's that, uh, it was a commercial back from the 90s. I don't know. What's it's what's funny. that city from uh, Tremors that they live in? Patience. No, no, no it's uh, perfection. Perfection. Yeah. Perfection. There you go. Yeah, perfection. Population thirteen or something. Like that. Or something. Perfection. Yeah, I haven't seen Tremors in forever. Oh, that movie's wonderful. Yeah, you know I, I love. When I see see Tremors at least once a year. I love Tremors too. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the subsequent Tremors no. too. <laughs> I, you know, there's a new one. No, there's a brand new one in, on Netflix. <laughs> I love when Burt comes back. He was like, I was denied critical need to know information. <laughs> Those the are... rest of them I took out with hand-to-hand combat small-arm techniques. <laughs> I did see the third one. It's awful. Frank is just having himself a ball over there. He <laughs> loves... Frank is the only fan of the Tremor franchise. Only up to three. Oh, yeah. I mean, the ass I, I think that franchise is a bit, a, a bit much. Now... That, that, that franchise is up there with, like, the Halloween series as far as continuity well, bullshit. Jamie Kennedy yeah. took over. How the fuck it's do you? No, did he really? Yeah, Jamie. Well, oh, he, it's him God. and Michael Gross, and that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's Burt guns and disgusting shit. Yeah, yeah. it's a. Wow. Uh, but there's like one where it's like frozen over or hell freezing or something like that, and it's all like in the tundra, and then they have yeah, because they've ran out of like they've ran out of everything. Like well, they even <laughs> did a. There is to do in the desert. They even did a Back to the Future three. I think it's the third or fourth one where they. It's like an eighteen. 18- 20 and it still has michael gross in it and you're like how is he what how, no but it's michael gross is like great great grandfather yeah. or something right yeah but that's the joke yeah no so I, 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 I remember seeing the video cover him saying i'm not i'm not renting that yeah yeah but they didn't even try to hide the fact that he sounds or whatever <laughs> yeah. anything different he was it might have no yeah, that's probably the joke though that's fine like he, he should have been wearing an Atlanta hawks hat i mean i'm just saying <laughs> I mean, they try to do that in Back to the Future one, two, and three, and it, and Michael J. Fox has his own great great grandfather. It's not that funny either. No. Is he really? He's a super Irish. Well, yeah, he's a super Irish. Oh, hello there. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that. That was really. And his wife was his mother, wasn't it? No, it was Michael J. Fox. Leah Thompson was was the was the mother of the Irish. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Fly. 
Yeah. So there you go. That's just that, weird. Oh no, that was Back to the Future Two, where oh. where where Michael J. Fox was his. What, yes, what, his what, sister, what, his what, brother yeah. and sister, and father. He played all the characters. It was funny. Yeah. That was now that was clever. Okay, yeah. so Doctor Stringfellow. We're done. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah right. We're, we're done. I think that's it. It's over. Yeah. Let's move well, yeah on to I didn't even one. give my grade, but nobody. Yeah, cares. you guys didn't do your grades. I did. I said five out of five out of ten. I didn't like it. You said four. five. I said six. Five, Phoenix yeah. said six. What do you say, Frank? Seven. Wow. You're fucking nuts. I liked it. Fuck you. Oh my god. Have a cigarette. <laughs> I just did. Have another but one. You're going Rod. to in thirteen Trust seconds. You'll have ten more. I know. So I'm on my last pack before I start my Lucy gum. Cool. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you going to mm. smoke it through a t-shirt and send it to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, I, I, washed, I washed it, and it smells fine. I wore it on uh, Easter. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> was, it like, was it like a button-up shirt, or was it like a t-shirt? No, it's a, it's a Pink Floyd t-shirt. It's really cool. It's that oh, poster okay. that's over the, the right side of his head. Oh, fuck. It's oh, funny. The division okay. bell. It's a cool shirt. Okay. That's nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Wait, no, what... what what did you say, Phoenix, about the crack? What? Cracked? The crack? No, something, something, and then you said division, but never mind. I was just telling him what was on it. It was the poster over your shoulder there. Oh, yeah, yeah. My yeah. hands sweat just like two. No, but like, but like, you know, during the tour, like, 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 uh, like they were the authentic tour shirts. Yeah, you know? like, like, I, like, I had that shirt back in fifth grade from the tour. So like, they, they got really close with the, uh, uh, the uh, decal on the front. Well, Frank, can I ask you one question? No. Are you a god? No. Then die! <laughs> uh, uh, there you go. You know, visual play there that no one's going to understand on the podcast. I'm going to cover you all the marshmallows. Seen you're god, you right. say yes. You say yes! That's a good, uh, you know, they always say like Zetamore don't have any good lines. He's got a few good lines in Ghostbusters. That's one of my favorites. There's, there's millions of people in the world that have just never seen Ghostbusters. I don't. Ray, when somebody we, we don't says, want him here. ask if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Uh, Noted. Bye. Noted. <laughs> LAWstudios.com for me. Oh, wait, you want the outro? I think I have an outro for this. You can still do your plug. More than it deserves. Oh, uh, reddragonsradio.com. Raiders of the Lost Flex.com. This show. <laughs> All right. Outro. Sure. Is this a haunt or resurrection? Uh, you know what? There is no outro. Like, it's just him. Our next story. That's how it starts when it goes back to him. <laughs> yeah, like, there is no rod outro. It's not this easy. I do like the theme. I do like the theme song of Night It's better than both the other Twilight Zones that we do. Yes, that's true. So much better. Except for the 80s. Oh, you don't like. No. I'd rather hear that than fucking Grateful Dead bullshit. I like the Grateful I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a neat intro. I like that one. The 85 one sucks. 
Oh, come on. Just because you don't like Grateful Dead. I hate the Grateful Dead. I hate the Grateful Dead. I fucking hate the Grateful Dead. Hey, you got to relax, man. We're okay. Yeah. Have a doobie, Frank. Relax. I am a pothead, and I hate fucking Grateful Dead. My favorite Grateful Dead performance is when Crow T. Robot pretends to be Jerry Garcia for an entire fucking episode. Just plays the guitar through the whole fucking thing. My favorite performance was Jerry Garcia's... His his funeral yes. it was fucking great. I was, I was gonna make the same. Perfect. Joke. I was gonna make the same. Joke. Yeah, it was a great was performance. Like, and that's the performance no he was more. born for. Because that band's My fucking terrible. My mother used terrible. to have a, uh, a one of those little mechanical animated Santa Clauses that looked like Jerry Garcia. <laughs> My sister and me used to make fun of it all the time. She had to finally get rid of it because we kept cracking jokes about it. All the time. I, I have an ice cream. Look, it's Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia Santa. Hey, Will, get a candy cane. You should have put a little guitar. You sound yeah. like uh Oh we used to put little doobies in its mouth and shit. <laughs> sound like David Bowie. <laughs> What's going on over here now? I'm waiting for the man to come. Alright, uh let's get out of here. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Brian Lynx. Adam Wilcox. Dick Dick. So long, citizens of Perfection Nevada. This Go one on. this one's for you. For you, Perump. <laughs>